Welcome to my podcast, Deep in the Sea. I am Mirko Giordani and I will accompany you on a fantastic journey over Southeast Asia and India. I will interview top politicians, businessmen, analysts and professors from the region. And if you want to understand one of the most dynamic countries in the world, you can listen to this podcast on my website, deepinthesea.org, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcast, iTunes, and other famous podcasting platforms such as TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, etc., etc., etc. And if you want to follow my daily content, you can find me on LinkedIn as Mirko Giordani, and the same on Facebook and Twitter. Here we are in another podcast of Deep in the Sea, and my guest today is Marta Nuevo Falguera, or Falguera, <laughs> maybe. Uh, you can discuss with me, Marta, how to pronounce your surname. How are you doing? Good, I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? And yeah, it's uh, Falguera. So Falguera. The U is si- yeah, the U is silent. Ah, okay, perfect. Sorry, sorry, like my Spanish is very rusty. <laughs> So, Marta Nuevo Falguera is an Asia-Pacific geopolitical analyst and currently she's collaborating with my consultancy. My consultancy is Prelia Strategic Advisory Group. It's a boutique consultancy focusing on political risk and strategic intelligence, but she's also collaborating with other strategic advisory boutique firms. So uh, the argument of today, it's uh, Myanmar. As I have discussed previously in this podcast, Myanmar now is hitting the mainstream news even here in the West. So it's better for us here in this podcast to discuss in depth about what's happening in Myanmar or Burma. So Marta, I want to ask you a very general question What is the state of the art of the situation now in Myanmar? What's happening? How it is evolving? What is the fate of Aung San Suu Kyi? What is the fate of the military junta? What will happen in the next week, days? Obviously, we we are not capable to foresee the future very precisely, but at least to understand whether or not uh, the democratic process and the democratic institutions in Myanmar will collapse definitely or there is a possibility to return to a seemingly democratic regime which has been established by Aung San Suu Kyi. Please go. So, well, the situation now uh, is quite unstable, really. It's been a month already since the coup took place and the uh, situation in the streets, especially protests, have, gone, have worsened. Uh, really, especially in the last few days. February 28th, especially, was a very violent day. There was, I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, 18 deaths, uh, more than a thousand arrests in just one day, which is quite, uh, quite something. And um, yeah, uh, also yesterday, March 1st, there was um, uh, the trial for Aung San Suu Kyi. She was uh, seen for the first time since she was arrested uh, on February 1st. Uh, she was trialed for um, for four cases. So the two previous ones, which were um, 
because she had uh, uh, illegally um, imported walkie-talkies and she had also, I think if, um, it was, well, th there was other cases or there were two cases basically she was uh, charged against and now she's uh, charged with two more, basically inciting to public uh, to rioting and uh, public disorder and also because she apparently um she uh she did while she was campaigning uh she didn't follow the uh, covid 19 protocol anyway uh this just is, adds up to to uh to her other cases and it it can be up to eight years i think for for her to uh in prison which is basically the Tatmadaw's strategy to see to say, okay, so uh, if I imprison you for up to six, seven, eight years, you cannot present your, you cannot run for candidate next year. And uh, since there is not too many other candidates in the NLD in her party, that's basically saying we're going to win. We are assuring our way to win the next elections. I understand. So you believe that in the next uh, years uh, there will not be a return to the status quo pre ante so democratic institutions yeah. in myanmar are slowly but surely eroding i believe that this is also a trend happening in the whole southeast asian region at least in indochina what's your take on this yeah definitely i mean i don't think uh, even though the international community is imposing sanctions especially the us uh, the UK and the EU too are uh, announced already targeted sanctions to to the generals and the the military junta. I don't think that's enough uh, for for a return to let's say the democratic uh, normalcy there was before the coup. And because I mean it's it's really an internal matter, and I think um, the fact that the, there was this coup in Myanmar. Um, it shows the democratic erosion in uh, in Southeast Asia. It's not really that uh, the, the democracy in Southeast Asia is the one that we know in the West. It's a bit different, even though there are elections and so on. It's uh, it has some some nuances, some different nuances. But yeah, definitely, uh, especially in Indochina, you have Thailand, uh, which is. <clears throat> um, controlled by the military uh it's been controlled by the military for years and when it hasn't been controlled by the military they have provided like some sort of uh way to uh do a coup stage a coup and then go back to power uh same is happening i mean then you have laos and vietnam which are re communi communist regimes which is basically there are no elections and then you also have Cambodia and Cambodia, uh, it's sort of, uh, it's not, I mean, there are elections technically, but it's not really the most democratic country uh, with a with a leader uh, who has been in power since the 80s. So yeah, it, it adds up, it all adds up. And uh, this doesn't make it really hopeful uh, for Myanmar to go back to democracy or to, uh, for Aung San Suu Kyi to go back to power soon, at least. So are you convinced that Aung San Suu Kyi will completely <clears throat> appear from the public life and the political life of Burma? 
Well, it, she's been before. Uh, she was uh, under house arrest for several years, uh, starting in the 90s, um, since her rose to power, basically, since she was uh, technically, she posed a threat to the uh, military junta. She's been in, in under house arrest for years. And uh, even though this time is a bit different, because there's been democracy, sort of democracy for, for a decade. And uh, and she was in power and she was voted uh, twice. So back in 2015 and now in 2020, and she won landslide victories both times. Uh, it could be different. Um, I mean, there's more opposition than the, the, the two other previous times. There could be maybe, I don't know, um, I would like to think that there is something uh, special this time and uh, we can prevent uh, in the end after some months, maybe not in like not in the <clears throat> coming weeks or so, but uh, but in the coming months or a year, uh, she can be absolved and she can return to uh, to public life. But but yeah, I don't think uh, especially in the elections I don't think she can be as the situation is unfolding right now I don't think she can be uh, a candidate no okay obviously um, we must also understand that Aung San Suu Kyi is, is not getting any younger so they will mm -hmm. need to find yeah. another at least in the NLD they will need to find another suitable political candidate which can be um, a good runner also for the future And San Suu Kyi maybe is around 70. Is yeah, it right? exactly. Yes. Yeah, she's in her 70s. Uh, so, yeah, and that, that poses a problem as well because uh, she, I mean, she's in her 70s, so um, she's quite old, let's say. And the, the problem in her party is that it's basically very much it revolves around her as uh, the nation as well does um she she's a very charismatic figure she is also the daughter of the father of the nation Aung San so that all makes it like the action basically revolves around her around her charisma her personality so um her being out of uh the leadership of the NLD poses a serious threat to to the party and to like some sort of opposition uh, to the junta in, in Myanmar. There are other parties, of course, in Myanmar, but they are far less popular and far less voted. And they, so it's really, it's it's really going to pose a problem. I think um, that they will have to to find some some kind of uh, replacement for her. Thank you very much, Marta, for being my guest today at Deep in the Sea, and I hope to have you back here soon. And I want to remember that uh, Marta has also written a very good analysis on Myanmar for Prelia Strategic Advisory Group, which will go out this afternoon on this day, the day of the recording, which is uh, um, Tuesday 2 of March. Thank you very much, Marta, again, and have a great day. Thank you too, Mirko. Have a nice day.